Hey, hey, this is John, and welcome back to the Sons of Thunder podcast. Today, you're going to be hearing from Sean and his beautiful wife, Delexi, about trust. These newlyweds are going to give their great insight. And so, first and foremost, we got some shout-outs to give, starting with Kayla Browning, who is a net missionary and a semi-professional candle maker. So, shout-out to you, Caleb. Then we have Sam Wallen and Jordan Dick, two guys from Minnesota. Well, actually, Sam's from Chicago, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to mention that. These two are amazing friends of mine, great Catholic leaders. Greta Utec, uh, she deserves a, a very special shout-out. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Just a great life of the party, and um, she's a great friend of mine as well. Hank Hopkins, one of my best friends growing up. He deserves a shout-out for always being by my side and dealing with me when I was at my worst. And Sebastian, who's a father of four... And it sounds like he's from South America or Central America, but Sebastian, shout out to you. And then finally, we have Jake McAvoy or McEvoy from UNI. He's friends with one of my closest pals, Justin Dahl. And Jake, we just want to give you a special shout out. Thanks for listening to us. Um, and so, if you guys have any more questions, just shoot us some Twitter. DMs or go straight to our Facebook, other social media pages. We would love to hear from you guys and what you think about what we're doing. You play an integral part to the Sons of Thunder. And so I hope you enjoy this next podcast. This week is um, has been crazy for the Sons of Thunder. John is in Notre Dame, and Jacob is in um, at a silent retreat. So we we didn't know what we were gonna do, but then came up with the great idea of having the first woman on the Sons of Thunder podcast. And what better woman than to have my beautiful, amazing wife, Delexi Healy? Hey guys. Thanks for coming. <laughs> of course. It's amazing having you on. Yeah. Uh, we haven't told, I haven't told any of the guys that you're going to be on. Really? So they don't know. I think I might just post this on Monday morning. That's we'll, awesome. So we'll see what they think. Competition. Yeah. Competition. Just we, kidding. We're going to do our just own kidding, podcast. Guys. We're going to start our own podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the podcast making business. Um, but yeah, I guess um, most of you probably don't know our story. So I think we're going to begin by just telling our story, yeah, which is a long story because it starts in second, second, grade. second grade. Yeah. yeah. I moved from Wisconsin over here in Minnesota, went to this small little private school. Holy family. Holy family, Catholic. That's where I was awaiting your presence. Yes, that's where you were waiting for me and yes. um, all of my goodness and amazingness and I was the first kid no I was like one of five boys so yeah not that many options for the 20 girls that no, were in we class. were excited to have yeah. another boy to choose from yes fresh meat yes they you're excited <laughs> to have another boy to put on mash <laughs> yes we used to play that game all the time that was our favorite yeah I never understood that yeah I, I don't understand it I'm either I'm married to Bobby I'm gonna drive a Ferrari yeah and I'm gonna live in a shack yeah. By the seat. Just the most <laughs> yep. Yeah, we would get like we would be competitive. Yeah. I mean, girls would get mad 
over these non-existent stories. Oh, yeah. So it was a big deal. Uh Uh-huh. But in fifth grade was the first time that I showed up in your journal or diary, let's say. If you got my the diary. hypothetical diary. Hypothetical diary. Because you but had a crush on me. I did. Fifth grade. And I my did. fifth grade self did not know one bit about girls <laughs> or women. So I didn't recognize anything. Yeah. It's so funny because when we became friends in college, that's when I told you the story of, I remember the first time that you talked to me and you yeah. came over and we were all working on our projects. Yeah. And I was doing Trail of Tears and you complimented my project. And it made my whole day. <laughs> made my whole day. And you had no idea. No, I had no idea, which is... You had no idea. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Still to this day. And then you did nothing, so then we kind of ignored each other. Yeah. But I remember... You, no, you, you've you told me later that you, like during the summer, you'd swing on the swing thinking about how we would I work would. out as a couple. Yeah, I remember swinging. This was the summer after fifth grade. And I knew I wouldn't see you again. Yeah. And I remember sitting there thinking, you know, if I married Sean one day, like, I couldn't eat peanut butter. Like, yeah. Like, I was determined to make it work because I liked you. Uh-huh. But I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like, I can never eat peanut butter. My family loves peanut butter. And I just, I was just, it was a dilemma. But yeah, it was a big, big dilemma of a fifth was, grade. <laughs> That's, you didn't know what sacrifice was. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't at that point. <laughs> now I really do. Yep, now you know, because you don't eat peanut butter <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm allergic to peanut butter, by the way. Oh, yeah. And I was allergic to cheese. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast. Yeah, but, not anymore. But cooking has been fun mm-hmm. ever since we, we got married in August. Mm-hmm. We're in our currently in our little cozy little um, apartment, apartment, yeah. little garden level. Okay, so what happened in high school? In high school, we didn't really talk. We didn't really. No. Um, we kind of went our separate ways. I played sports, and you um, did your thing. I really don't know what you did in high school, but senior year, yeah, high school just kind of sucked <laughs> did, for me. Yeah. yeah, it was just. I mean, I'm so like when I got to college, I was so happy I wasn't in high school. Yeah, me too. That college was amazing. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think we each found our found ourselves a lot more yeah because like, i mean being in a big family you kind of feel um st- i felt stuck in a big family and yeah. i felt like my role in the family was set yeah so once i was able to not be quiet introverted sean i was super mm-hmm. excited to um go to college you that's kind of how love. i was too though yeah. in high school yeah. i was a lot quieter um a lot more introverted and just I don't know, not myself, but I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, just because like you just grow so much in in college. Yeah, you grow um, so much yeah. so quick. Yeah, which is which is crazy. And so then we started. Then you transferred. You yeah, my sophomore year. Yeah, your you sophomore year. You had like a dream year. or something, like a deja vu. Oh and my gosh! Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. So my freshman year, I had a deja vu. And, you know, it's just like one of those weird moments. Um, so I, I had a deja vu that we were walking somewhere. And I, I remember ducking under a tree. I'm 6'7", so I constantly <laughs> duck under trees. But I remember, um, I remember ducking under a tree and it being like, it being dark, there being leaves. Um, and I was with you. And I was like, why is Delexi at St. Thomas? Like, she, she goes to Winona. I remember waking up and thinking that. Yeah. I remember waking up and being like, 
wow, that's weird. Like if Delexi ever went to St. Thomas, I don't know what would happen. But the, she definitely doesn't go. You know, I remember like talking myself out yeah, of it. Yeah. And then I remember doing that exact same thing because we would go to Blue Door. Mm-hmm. And it was on, on our way to Blue Door. I, w- I would ducked under a tree. And I was literally like, Casual. whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, every like every other time. Yeah. every other tree. Yeah. <laughs> I have to duck under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love that. So then, yeah, but I transferred and then. Um, I mean, we were just friends. Yeah, we were for, we were just friends, and I remember for a while. I remember what I desired was a friend. The beginning of my sophomore year, in yeah. my, the summer, you know, I just wanted a friend, and I think I saw you as an amazing friend. Yeah, it was like God answered both of our prayers. Yeah, like beautifully, because when I transferred, you had been praying for a friend who. Um, you know, had the same faith and wanted to practice that, mm-hmm. but also like to have fun. Yeah. Relatable. Relatable. And I was, I had been praying for that same thing. And my whole transfer process was, I mean, I was in adoration, like every day praying about like if I should transfer or not, because yeah. you know how I am with decisions. Oh yeah. Just horrible. Yeah. I mean, I am. I'm sorry to tell you. I already know. It's yeah. Fine. That's good. So, you know your fault. Uh, I do. Most of them. Just kidding. And if you don't, I'll tell you. Oh, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So it was really, really cool to have that friendship. Yeah. I mean, and we, it's like we each knew instantly. Yeah. And we I, started becoming friends. When we would go to the library and stuff, I just knew that like, hey, people probably think we're in a relationship. People probably think that we're um, doing that. And I was like, that's, that's kind of okay. You know, I could see it too. But for now, we're just friends. You know, yeah. I wasn't like... I. I still stand by this. I wasn't like attracted to you as a friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, but the, I mean, yeah. that attraction grew. Yeah. Very I totally, quickly. totally agree with that. I yeah. think it grew over time into something that I would have never, ever imagined. Like, yeah, because it's like, I oh, couldn't... people would mention you and I'd be like, oh, we're just friends. Like, yeah. we're just friends. Yeah. Like, I would believe it and say yeah. that. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah. 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 I think, um, God just totally, totally has had his hand in it. And then... Yeah, he did. Um, it was when you had left for Spain uh-huh. the second semester. So I think yeah. we had like said we were kind of acknowledged. Well, no, you sat me I down for coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the DTR to find and, a relationship. Um, he basically sat me down. He asked me up for coffee. And we we got coffee all the time. Uh-huh. So I, I didn't think anything else. But I, yeah. I could tell you were really nervous. And... Um, so I was like, okay, that's kind of, you know, weird. And so you, I remember you looked at me and you were like, okay, it's obvious that we like each other. And I was like, wow, okay, you're not wrong. So, and then it was kind of like, we didn't really quite know what to do. We didn't know what to so do. So then, you know, we kind of just, we went on a couple dates, I guess, after that, but yeah. we already had such a good friendship. That it was just more friendy. Yeah. yeah. And so then... Anyway, it did progress, and we started dating more, and then you left for Spain Yeah. the next month or so, and then um, I basically called you one day when you were in Spain, mm-hmm. and I was like, so, um, am I your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were like, I want to make this official, and I was like, oh, aren't we already official? Like, yeah. And and it's you okay. were like, no, I was planning on dating people when you were away and stuff like that. But no, no, no just kidding. That's 
but I didn't, I didn't know what being official was. Yeah. So. So cute. Yeah, that was cute of me. <laughs> but then we became official overseas and then you visited spring, mm-hmm. spring break. You came over with the family. Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. And then oh. you spent time in Spain and then in the summer. I mean, we just kept diving into our relationship and finding out more and more about each other and mm-hmm. growing our relationship. Yeah. Wow, we do have a long story. It's a long story. It's been 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. This is boring. But, um, no, it's wow, not. it's very long. Okay, yeah. so let's so, skip ahead two years. Yeah, so to, we dated for a while through junior year uh-huh. and then senior year. But, we had our ups and downs. Yeah, we this broke whole up time. A times. Yeah, the whole time it was, it was just hard because you can only date so much. You can only date so much. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really difficult. And for like my siblings that are dating in high school, people that are going into college dating, I just don't know how you can do it. Yeah. You know? No, I... Like we were going crazy. Yeah. And all of the fights that we were having were because we weren't married. Mm -hmm. They weren't. Yeah. And not to say that we fixed all of our problems getting married. Yeah. But like our fights were mainly about, about time and... And it just was annoying. Yeah. Well, kind of what we were talking about at breakfast today. Yeah. Just the the peace that we've had being married mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. And there's been so much peace. It and it's just not a peace that's like that, that comes from yourself. No, it's not a you peace know, where it, you can be like, Okay, I'm gonna um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this one bad thing. And then you yeah. feel a little peace. It's just like a, it's like a blanket. Yeah. You know? It's not the peace you get from like doing yoga or yeah. like taking meditation. Deep yeah. yeah, You yeah. know, it's, it's like way deeper. Your, your life has this, this newfound purpose, but it's like you, we have that because we trusted God. Mm-hmm. Because we went through those tough times yeah, and of, we were of tough. not knowing. Because we still don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what we're doing. And I think that is the best. I mean, you say ignorance is bliss. And I mean, sometimes it is. I you love know? What, <laughs> what your uncle said, Bishop Cousins. Yeah. Um, we had met with him and he was kind of like, it's, it's a beautiful thing to get married young because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And if you did, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. You just, you wouldn't do yep. it because you're signing up for... A lot of stuff that mm-hmm. it, it is really hard. That's the yeah. vow that you make on the day you get married. Mm-hmm. But, and I mean, we, we know how hard even dating was. It was very hard. It was like, it was hard. It was very But it difficult. was like something that I always wanted to fight for at the end of the day. Uh-huh. No matter no what. No matter what. No matter how hard it got. Yeah. It was always worth it It to was. Me. And I think um, bringing back to your point of, not knowing what you're doing and knowing what you're saying no to. I remember talking to Joe Masick when I was thinking about proposing. Yeah. Um, fall of my senior year. Yeah, fall of my senior year. Joe and I were talking because he got, he got engaged right fall mm-hmm. of his senior year. And he kind of just said, like, know what you're saying no to. You know, you mm-hmm. have to know what you're saying no to. And you have to be okay with that because a lot of people want their life to be together and then they want to get married. Right. And uh, that's what my parents did. And I mean, no fault in that, no fault in that. But Mm -hmm. I think what I desire is 
I don't want to tell you stories. Like mm-hmm. I've lived my whole life not telling you stories, you know, mm-hmm. because you've been there, right. which has been so cool. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't want, I didn't want to find a woman when I was 26 and then have to tell her all these stories. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a very comfortable person. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like, I don't like to, um, I don't not waste time telling stories, but I, I'd like for you to, to feel what I felt and see what I saw. Yeah, we just, we yeah. do it together. We yeah, made we our did stories it together. together. And make our own story. Yeah, so it, it like, I wanted to make my story with you because mm-hmm. I'd already found you. Yeah, we knew. I knew. We did know. There was this moment, it was the day that you had brought me out to coffee. Yeah. And I remember I was freaking out. I had class <laughs> right afterwards. I, I, I don't remember the class. And then I remember I went home and I called my mom and yeah. I, I mean, I was freaking out on the phone Yeah. because it was like in my heart, I knew that if I had said, if I said yes to you, like if we started dating, it was going to be it. That's it. Like yeah. I was going to marry you. Uh-huh. So it was like, oh my gosh, like we've been friends for so long. Like, yep. I don't want to ruin this. Yep. You don't want to. Cause it's like, I, mean, I didn't want to lose your friendship. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it was it was very good. But then um, our senior year, in the fall, we did break up. Yeah, we did take a break just because we just were done dating. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were sick of dating, and it, it, and it, we came to a point which was very interesting. Um, I think Father Mike Schmitz, Schmitz talked about this. Um, your your relationship with your relationship um, comes to a peak um, with mm-hmm. another with a with a spouse. Like man to woman, mm-hmm. I don't know what, why I can't say that. Um, <laughs> but like, it comes to a peak, and that's yeah. the only relationship that ever does, where yeah. you're faced with a choice oh, because it's like my it. relationship with um, John Lukey, it'll never come to a point like, okay, it's well we live together. It's all or nothing. It's, it's all an or nothing. all or nothing decision, and yeah. we hit that s- spot yeah. a little too soon yeah. before um, we hit that spot. So I mean, mm-hmm. it was nothing for a while. We broke up. Um, for Thanksgiving, but we literally kept texting each other. We I couldn't know. stop talking to each other, which was hilarious. And so then I was ready to get back in the relationship and you weren't and and you were ready and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then finally I went on a mission trip to, mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, Puerto Rico. Yeah. And just had an amazing encounter with the, with the heart of Jesus. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just encountered Christ's love and realized that I want to share that and I want to partake in that and I want to imitate Christ's love on someone and that someone was you, mm-hmm. you know, and give my heart to someone like Christ gave his heart to me, you know. Yeah. So I felt that and I was in a place of consolation and I'd already been talking to, to Judy Boyland, my ring lady. Yeah. Any <laughs> of you young guys, reach out to me if you need a ring. She's awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. Um. And yeah, she, she had a ring delivered by Friday and then I proposed the next Sunday. Yeah. So it was a very quick process. And, and after we, after I proposed, this has been 20 minutes, um, (laughs) after I proposed, it was, um, it was just crazy. We, we didn't know what we were doing. I didn't have a job. I didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to plan a wedding. Yeah, so, so it was, I guess like a lot of people have asked, like, why why are we getting married? Yeah. Like, we're so young. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is it hard? Like I get so many questions of like, do you have weird habits? Yeah. (laughs) Or things like that. But I think it's like the thing that always comes to my mind because we, after we got engaged, we got married seven months later. Mm -hmm. Very quick. So we've been married for two months, a little over two months now. Yeah. Um, And I think what's so beautiful about it is that we didn't have really habits. Like, no, we didn't. We are forming our whole lives together. Yeah, we are. I mean, we went from college roommates to each other, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. Um, I just think that act of trust. It, it th- does that we take made a lot is, of trust. I, but I think it's just, I don't know. I think it's awesome and it is hard. It's very hard. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you just have to accept the fact that you're broken mm-hmm. and that you, you don't have it all put together Yeah. because it, without Christ, I would not get married. You know, mm-hmm. without knowing that he is a rock and he is someone I can lean on. Yeah. Um, and you aren't someone I can lean on. And knowing right. that we're imperfect and that we're we're sinful mm-hmm. and like knowing that like I'm sorry is an amazing yeah. thing to say. Yeah. Every day. I mean, every day we make mistakes. Every day I fall short, you know, and just knowing that people don't get that. You know, because people think about what they can get out of relationships. Without even knowing it. Without even knowing. We did that. I did that. I've done that. I mean, like, that's just the, that's just what our culture pounds into our heads. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you getting out of this? What are you getting out of this? And I think the most joy comes through giving. Because it, because it, when I'm giving my heart to you, I'm leaving space in my heart. In order to be filled. And to be filled by Christ and by you and by others around me. Yeah. And it's the most joy I've ever felt. Hmm. These these three months have flown by. Yeah, they really have. Just because of the peace. Yeah. But I think it's just um I mean let's let's maybe get into just talking about our vocations and how mm-hmm. um how we came to it. Yeah. Because I think we had very, very different stories, like very similar stories and finding our vocation and mm-hmm. wrestling with that fact. Yeah. Because I think I it started with my identity and knowing who I was. Yeah. In order to in order to be able to give myself. Yeah, and I remember that you kind of went through that process in a bit more detail our sophomore year of college. Yeah. Of just wanting to let go of habits that were I mean habits, mindsets, friends um that were that weren't supporting your long-term goal yeah. of um, wanting to be a better Catholic. Yeah, I realized that I needed to have people around me that um, loved me. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. it. That's literally it. Like surrounding yeah. people that legit loved me and willed my good. Yeah, and actually cared about me. Like being, hey, Sean. Like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I think about all of the the groomsmen at my wedding our our wedding um yeah <laughs> and just thinking about those men like those men would literally die for me mm. and those men would go to battle with me if i um if i needed them you know yeah. and they're always there for me i mean talking to them today like constantly i mean most of them are the sons of thunder you know yeah and just having those men support you and having a community to support you and help you find yourself 
mm. is so helpful before you find your um, before you find your spouse because yeah. it's so easy to lose your identity in the other person. Yeah, and I think that's what we were doing. Yeah, know? yeah. I think it's so easy to look back now and kind of say like, "Wow, you know, the amount that we've grown over time," and and I think. We, we know the places looking back where we definitely needed to let God in more. Yeah. And, and where we wrestled with, you know, putting our identity in each other. Yeah. And not in God. Uh-huh. Um, and, I mean, there were, we would spend every minute together. Yeah, we would. Yeah. You know, and I don't necessarily think that in and of itself is a bad thing, but you have to. You have to have God. You do. At the center. And I think that we realized that. I don't remember when. I think it was like that one summer, Mm -hmm. junior summer. Yeah. And we had basically said to each other, we're going to see each other maybe two days a week. Yeah, we, we, I remember that. And it was sitting in the car. One of the most beautiful summers. And it was the best. Because of good order. It totally reordered our relationship. Uh And it comes with order. It comes with anything you think about, like um, just any any good thing on this planet. You can do. You can use to excess. Mm-hmm. You can use for bad. You can have too much. You can have too much of it. Yeah. And too much of a good thing is bad, and it's right. gluttony. And I think, yeah, what we were falling into was just, um, yeah, just living every moment together, and yeah. that was just very dangerous. Hmm. And I mean, I can't believe we made it. We. We've been through a lot together when we were dating. A lot, yeah. A ton. Yeah. Which was, which was crazy. But I think just like the underlying theme is just trust. Is just trusting that you are taken care of. Yeah. And just giving, giving your fear and anxiety and pushing it away from you and letting go of things, letting go of relationships and letting God do it. Letting God give it back to you. Yeah, I would say that was a huge thing for me is that I tried to, I was trying to control things that were totally, totally out of my control. Yeah. And I, I would have to say that I, I desired the good. Mm-hmm. I wasn't controlling because I was like, yes, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. I love controlling. Yeah. But it was like, that was my, my way of trying to pursue good. Mm-hmm. And holding on. And holding on, I was grasping. You're grasping. I was grasping yeah. at it. And instead, what I needed to do is take a step back and, and God wanted He wants He wanted me to have it. Yeah. But He, he yeah. it was not of my own doing. Uh-huh. I needed to let God God's hand totally in it. Yeah. And it was the moment that, that He we did, and I remember we did break up because that was mm-hmm. kind of our way of like we can't do this on our own. Yeah. That was like our relationship December is going to die. It was, yeah. and we were killing it. And we were, we and were. It, and it just, I mean, it was God just telling us like, give it to me, give it to me. Like, because we, as humans, we just sucked. We <laughs> suck at, at doing things because we're mm-hmm. broken and we don't know everything. And God knows what's good for us. Like I always say this, like what, what father would hand his son mm. a, a rock when he asked for a loaf of bread? Yeah. And it's like, he's a good father and he knows your desires and the desires that like 
um, one of the things that we both found out <laughs> yeah. with getting married is that we're very clean. Yeah. And you lived with seven roommates, and I'm a little less clean than you. I leave. I still leave my crap around, but it's okay. that's that was like a that was, let's say that it was like a little baby desire of ours, and God gave it to us. You know, yeah. we didn't know. We had no idea. But it's like, oh crap! I want I want my wife to be clean, and Delexi has seven roommates, and she doesn't really pick up after herself when I come over her room's always dirty like if I was so critical I would move on to the next person not trusting God not trusting exactly because it's just it's annoying it's annoying to me like I wish I could just strangle my past self because it reminds me of this picture of um it's like Jesus like flow Jesus you know just like (laughs) yeah look so attractive like the beard and the flow and he's yeah, he, he's bending over and this little girl has a little teddy bear. You know, have you seen this picture? Oh, I think I have. Yeah, yeah. so so he he's like asking for the teddy bear and behind his back he has this giant, giant. teddy yeah, bear. That's right. And I think it's just that's a right. great symbol of how he I mean it's not it's not like oh give and then you'll get more, but like he it's there's many places in the Bible where it says like asking you shall receive like give and God will reward you mm-hmm. like so many more like sevenfold or I don't know right. the passage but well and God he makes all things good yeah he so makes all things it doesn't good. even because I think a lot of times like what I do when I hear this is like trust God trust God he takes care of you. And then I'm like, well, what are the areas I haven't trusted God? Like, does that mean that yeah. my life is going to suck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. does that mean? Uh-huh. And it's like, you like you told me this one time because I think I was worrying about something. Yeah. And you were like, you told me every single second you have the opportunity to totally change your life. Your life. Yeah. You are never a victim. You're never a victim. You're not yeah. a victim unless mm-hmm. you make yourself a victim. Yeah. And that, so I think yeah. I realized like it doesn't matter like I'm where I'm at because that's exactly where God wants me to be. Yep. And the second that I admit that, like that's freedom. That's so much freedom. It doesn't matter. I mean, your past choices are your past choices, but like uh-huh. the present moment, you have to completely give to God. You do. And you can you can walk out, you can leave. You like there are so many so many choices that you face every day to to I mean, any to go anywhere, be who you want to be, like that reminds me of um, my favorite part in the Passion, is when um, Jesus falls, when he falls and Mary is right there, and yeah. I'm getting so many mm-hmm. chills thinking of this right yeah. now because I um, love that because scene. Mary is looking at him, looking at his son, and oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. Like <laughs> he he says, mother. Like, behold, I make all things new. Yeah. Picks up his cross mm. like a freaking badass and <laughs> starts walking, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it's so interesting because he fell and then he said that, that w- those phrases, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if we fall, God makes it new. Oh, he makes yeah. all things new. Like, if, if I, for some reason, in, am in the worst marriage ever, like, tomorrow, like, God is making it better. If I'm choosing to make mm-hmm. it better, but I'm exactly. not, I'm in the best marriage ever. <laughs> Good. I was yeah. waiting for you to say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to redeem myself. <laughs> you no, know, I like, I totally agree. And I think one thing that, um, every single day you can work on is there's always an opportunity for sacrifice. There is. And so I think it kind of goes back to, I think a lot of times when we date, 
it, it, we're looking, we have this list and we have this, and it, like a list is good, good, good. but then don't say no to things because of the little things you want to control. Yeah. Don't let those things worry you. Cause I think so much, so many times we say no to these blessings Mm-hmm. One of these bloggers I follow says, don't be a blessing blocker. I love that. Don't say no to these things. Cause a lot of times, like we are the ones that we find all the things wrong Yeah. when we are just showered with blessings, so but all blessings. we will focus on is the, ne- the negative. Yep. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I think something that really opened my mind was, um, just thinking about what I'm grateful for and mm. realizing all of the gifts that I've been given like this marriage, this apartment, like mm-hmm. I could be like, oh, I'm not making enough money. This mm-hmm. this apartment's so shitty, you know, mm-hmm. but being like, oh, this is my home. Like I'm going to make it my home. I'm going to make like God gave me this for a reason. Like he only gives you as much as you can handle. And I guarantee if I was driving a Maserati and living in a like just mansion, like those apartments on Grand, those apartments, those new ones. yeah, those, those new <laughs> ones with a restaurant right by Kowalski. Yeah, yeah. If I was living there. I like, I don't know if I can handle it. You know, he gives you as much as you can handle mm-hmm. good and bad mm-hmm. because he knows you more than you know yourself. Like, yeah, he, he gives you gifts. And if you're sitting here wishing to find a spouse, just trust, mm-hmm. trust in, because I would have never guessed in a million years that I would marry you. Oh, I wouldn't have either. Well, I guess at fifth grade I did. Fifth grade, yeah. Yeah. So maybe there was a little more chance, a little more thought. (laughs) But like, I don't, like, I, to this day, this morning, we were sitting on, like, sitting at the table, and I was literally like, this is so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I I know Delexi. I I was over at your house last night. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, we were watching home videos, and yeah. <laughs> I literally, we, me, and, me and your dad were talking about the time when I went over to your house in high school yeah. and your dad turned on home videos, a video of you in the shower singing. That's my singing. dad's favorite memory because, yeah. guys, Sean did not leave the TV. No, I didn't. He I want, thought it you was wanted so to cute. watch all of my weird video, all of them. Yeah, I did. And they were not good. They were they good. Were so They're embarrassing. so embarrassing. Like... So embarrassing. But everyone has those. And I think it was just me, like, because I know, I've seen my home videos and I know how much they mean to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. Do. I'm a boss. Like, <laughs> me and my little curly you hair. You were so cute. Oh, my god. Yeah, I was a little nugget. You were. But, um, yeah, I think it's just you don't know where God is blessing you and what plan he has for you. So stop trying to control it. Yeah. Stop trying to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And I think the most gifts that I've received have been when I haven't been expecting them. Yeah. And just like, if I would, if I were to ask you to do the dishes, like, Hey, I'm going to work. Can you do the dishes? Which happens quite a bit. I don't ask you, but like I leave dishes. And if I were to ask you and then you do them, I'm going to be like, oh, she did what I told her. Right. But if I don't ask you and I trust, hey, Delexi's a cleanly person. She's going to keep her. I mean, she's going to want to stay clean. And mm-hmm. I mean, if I trust, that's that's a gift. Right. And I'm going to appreciate that more. And I'm going to be like, hey, thank you for doing the dishes. I really appreciate that. And that's going to increase our love. Right. You don't realize like how much communication 
really, really does matter. Yeah. You know, like you kind of learn how each other, like how, I don't know if this is the right word, but kind of how like gracious or like soft you need to be when asking the other person, because I think the last thing you want to do is nag. Yeah. No, you that's know, the worst. We've each ha- had those moments for of course, sure. Of course. But I would say the times that we are happiest are when I love cleaning with you. Oh yeah. It's really fun. It's like weirdly fun. Like, it is. I feel like it should not be that because fun. Because it, it reminds me of, um, I like think of living with John and just like how, how weird it would be if we were to clean like this, yeah. you know, <laughs> because like, because like I would go get the laundry, I would go change the laundry. You'd be like rearranging the closet yeah. and it's just so like, I would be like, oh, this, this would never work in a, in a roommate yeah. situation. No. You know, it only works in marriage because you, you trust each other mm-hmm. and you're giving of each other. Yeah, it's just so funny. Yeah. But that reminds me of like just nagging, talking about nagging. Yeah. And just, um, I remember our fight that we had the other night, just the funniest thing ever. It oh was like, it was just gosh. a classic nag, nag fight Well, that you hear about oh, everyone has. You have to have. Yeah. If you're married and you don't have this fight, like, do you Are you talk? even married? Are you even married? <laughs> so, well, and it's so funny because I... We, well, we were laying there yeah, and it kind of started off as like, we were kind of just like probably each a little bit irritable. Very tired. And so we were extremely tired and I don't even remember how it started, Yeah, but somehow it was like, well, you didn't put your dishes away. And, and then so we were like, well, you didn't put your coat no, it, away. Yeah, it, no, it started with the coat and I was, and you were like, um, you're like, oh, you don't put your coat away. And I was like, if I walk out there. Your coat's gonna be on the couch yeah. too, and, and then, then you were like, "You didn't put, you didn't wash yeah. your dishes." Then I'm like, "I'm, well, I'm the always, always the one that does the dishes," and then and you're then, like, what, "Are you serious? <laughs> like, are you serious?" And then I did it all was the like, dishes last night. We just like, started nitpicking. Like, will you leave this out? Will you leave this out? And then and we then, just stopped and we just started laughing because it's just because so, it was like, no, yeah. I never wanted to have that fight. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I was gonna be better than that. Yeah. No, so. that's so funny. And I just think that, like, for as funny as that is, I think it's just, I, it's important it, it's important to focus on the positive. Yeah. And I think that if you want to kill a relationship, if you want to kill a relationship, do not, like, um, affirm someone if they do something good. I mean, it's a simple, it's a simple tactic and it's a simple tactic to grow a relationship. So if I appreciate something, I need to tell you that I appreciate like, oh my gosh, I left my coat out and I knew it. And then I left to do something and you put it away. Like in me saying, Hey, Delexi, thank you so much for putting my coat away. I know that it annoys you. I know that you did like for me pointing out what affirms. Instead of the one time. Instead of or, the one you know, time, you know, yeah. for me pointing that out, that builds love and that builds trust and that, and that makes you want to do it again. Right. Right. Well, I think it's like, simple communication. I think you're really good at that. Oh, thank you. And that's been something I know we've talked about because I am not as good at words of affirmation, not because I don't like them, uh-huh. but I just, it's just, I think yeah. like I always do better when I write it down or mm-hmm. yeah, when I say it jokingly or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm working on that yeah but it is funny just like learning each other's love languages even definitely and just figuring out those little ways of i mean 
being critical, it, it's one thing, like if you're critical of yourself, it, all your, okay, all your faults are just like shown so clear in a yeah, marriage. Yeah, like yeah. you cannot hide yeah. anything, nor should uh-huh. you Yeah. really. But I mean, the things that I have to work on are the things that I have noticed now about myself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that that reminds me of our the um, readings in our wedding. Um, mm-hmm. The two shall become one. And why would a husband hate his own flesh? Mm-hmm. You know, because the two fleshes become one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you're, you're hurting yourself if you're nagging the other person and hating on the other person right. because you're hurting yourself. But it's so... It's so easy to say. It is. Like, it's I remember, so easy to say. Like when I was like, you know, young and naive, I was like, who would ever nag their husband? Like, <gasps> obviously that just doesn't do anything. Yeah. And we're married. And of course I find myself like, you left your keys out again, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. why? Why don't, yeah. why do we do that? Why do we do things that make no sense? Because I think that we are just raised, we are raised, um, I think it's, it has to do with, um, I don't know, just being in college, be, being on your own and only thinking of yourself in college. I think that college really puts into your mind, hey, you, it's all about you. You yeah. go to the gym, you go to your classes if you want. You don't have to go to class if you right. don't want. You can do your laundry when you want. You can go and get food when you want. Like, yeah. I feel like it puts in your head that I can do what I want. Yeah. And then when we're one flesh, so I think it's a problem of just us being young. Well, I do. And I think it's like, someone asked me how like marriage has been and it's been amazing. But the word I kind of think of is like, it's delicate Very. right now. Cause it's like, you're, you're setting, you're kind of setting the stage for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so it's like, I think some of these things, it's not necessarily that we want to nag or that we want to get bossy about, but it's almost like, it's almost like a a defense mechanism. Like, are you going to just expect me to, you know, pick up your stuff every single day or are, you know, what are our roles? Yeah. I just, I think there's a, I like to think of it as just having a lot of friction, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, um, it's tough to get off the runway. You know, I feel like the the first couple of years you're you're running on the runway. And then and then once you take off, then you're just fly, flying and cruising, but right. on the ground the runway's and pretty you, rough and you it's you just I would just say friction. that there's friction because people are say like, "Oh, the first 5 years are the hardest." Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. But at the same time, you have to enjoy it and I think that you Absolutely. can do it with without nagging each other. Yes. Because like yeah, I don't know if we're speaking to our listeners right now, but like just the first years of marriage are a lot of friction because you're just figuring each other out. You know, you're figuring. Well, and we the only love have language. two months under our belt. Yeah, we only have two months. So under our belt. I don't. So everything. We don't know what we're talking shit could about. Shit could hit the fan in a couple of weeks. Well, don't say that. But I mean. Okay, maybe ahead. after Christmas. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I think I I did hear. Um, I think it was from Dr. Burry or someone was telling me from something they heard in their class that, um, I mean, if the percent, the percent of divorce skyrockets from married couples who don't fight a lot during their first seven years. Wow. And I think it's, it's just because 
you have to know how to have conflict and then have conflict resolution. Yeah. Because you're going to fight. Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. if you're not fighting, you're not talking about something. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're not living um, dangerous lives. Yeah. How close say. really are you yeah. then? Because I yeah. mean, like, I know a lot of people. I, so this is kind of what I was saying to you at the breakfast table this yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times we place our own happiness at, at the top. Like, that's what we're striving for every yeah. single day yeah. to be happy. Yeah. And I think... Great. To want to be happy is a good desire, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. You know, relatively, relatively it shouldn't be, yeah. whatever. We don't have to get into that. But Short or long-term happiness are you talking about? I don't know. Like short and long-term, I guess. Okay. Because I guess in this instance, short happy, short-term happiness. Because yeah. I think... I'd say. Like, for example, I love when I'm in a good mood. It's awesome. When I'm just like happy. Yeah. My life is going great. I yeah. had a great day. Mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then say we get home and there's kind of like a, like something comes up, like something that should be discussed. It's probably maybe not a fun conversation. So it takes me setting aside like my own good mood simply because I want to be in a good mood, set it aside so that we can have a serious conversation when yes. one needs to take yes. place or a fight when one needs to take place. Cause it does sometimes like we're going to not agree on everything. Yeah, we're but not going to be on the same page all the time. You have to place the marriage above your own happiness. But yeah. I think that goes for a lot of things, not just marriage. For any relationship. But it's like your own happiness, I don't think, should be your own, your end goal. Yeah, that shouldn't be the goal. It should be, I mean, happiness should never be a goal, I think. I think that joy is a great goal. I think that happiness comes when we least expect it, you know? I think it's a good way of it. It really, it it really comes and it goes, it's an emotion, you know? And if, and if you live your life seeking an emotion, I mean, that's, that's a hard life. Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel, I feel your pain and I, I feel how hard that is because I've definitely lived a life searching for happiness and finding happiness, you know? And it, and it, like, you might do the same thing, you know, like, oh, like, oh, we had a really deep conversation and I was happy, so we need to start having more deep conversations to make me happy, you know? Right. But that doesn't work. No. You know, I think we need to do things that bring us joy and bring us happiness. Like like making, telling the truth. Telling the truth is uh, seeks happiness and joy and goodness long term. Telling the truth, confronting our differences and mm-hmm. our the difficulties of our marriage. You have that one, that psychologist, right? Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He just, he talks about like confronting the, the illness, you know, because doctors, like doctors are like obligated to tell the truth, but like you can lie to someone because of short-term happiness. And I think that that's what people do in relationships because their short-term happiness, like we would we would be having like a, have a date night, you know? Mm -hmm. And then one of us would have a hard day and we'd be like, let's just forget about it and then have a good night. Which sometimes has its place. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's good. Yeah. But I think, um, telling the truth and being truthful and sacrificing short-term happiness for the sake of long-term. And knowing when to do it too. Yeah. There's a lot, you have to be very, um, smart when it comes to that. Yeah. 
but I think it's, there's a lot of, I mean, it's just, it's communication. Mm-hmm. You're, you can always work on communication no matter what, which is just, I mean, yeah, it's inevitable that you have to communicate with anyone, you right. know? And I think that learning how to communicate with you has helped me communicate with my family, communicate with my friends, like share my emotions with other people. Yeah, you've come a long way. I have come a long way. And it was very interesting in the beginning of our relationship because I like to explain, I like to say that I was a rock, you know? I was just a rock that wouldn't share his emotions. Like, very close. Like, there's a rock and then not much above it is Sean's, like, emotions, you know? So I wouldn't share. But, like, slowly you took the time to, like, get to know me. Yeah. And get to understand who I was. And I think that really opened me up to you. Yeah. And it made me want to share. You know, you want to share with someone that shows love towards you and actually is interested, Mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, yeah, like this relationship has taught me so much about who I am and Mm -hmm. what I desire. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I knew that's who you were. Yeah. Like I knew that you were so, you were capable of so much more than I think you were even like Yeah. allowing yourself. But I think do you think going back if you had a list and you compared me to that list would you have stayed with me just based on your list? Well, it's funny cuz I remember in Spain I brought out cuz I did have a list, <laughs> of course, that I had made in high school. I mean like good Catholic women do. Like every, yeah. Like every good Catholic yeah. woman does. And I remember I was sitting there and you literally, you did hit every single, nice. every single thing that I had wanted. Nice. So of course I was like freaking out because I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. He's perfect. But it's like, again, we don't know what we want. We, no, don't, we don't always know what we want. Yeah. And I think there are some things that I thought I wanted that I didn't. And, and some things that I learned that I wanted over time. But I will yep. say this. If I would have based my decision to marry you off of happiness all the time or out of feeling like I'm getting what I want, mm-hmm. not what I deserve yep. necessarily or not like the respect I deserve or um, having like a decent standard, yep. I wouldn't have done it. But I just I don't think... That's what leads to lasting joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. Uh-huh. And just your expectation. I mean, it's, it's important yeah. to trust. And I think that's kind exactly. of what we would love to, to leave you guys with is just um, increase your trust mm-hmm. in, in God and in his plan for you. Whether you're looking for a job, whether you're looking for a partner or a friend or a wife, you know trust in his plan and he blows your expectations out of the water what how would you say people can do that like what's a good way to to trust i think it's just i mean you have to start out in the little things um and work your way up yeah you know so let's say you i mean a plan falls through with a friend i think it's it's important to just trust that god is working I don't, that does not make sense. I think I know what you're saying. Like, just to trust that, like, oh, this didn't work out. I didn't get an A. 
you know, not be anxious and know that going back to like my choices can, can change the future, you know, not reflect on the past. Mm -hmm. And I think you just need to trust God in the little things and build it up Mm. from there. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I would say off of that, just let go. Yes. Let go. I read this thing this morning and it said, if, if you're letting things in your day trouble you and, and get to you and cause you anxiety, you're not trusting. Yeah. And this doesn't mean you have to completely alter your life decisions, but it's just saying like, like stop worrying uh-huh. about it. And yeah. it sounds easier than it's it, way than it is. Than yeah, it's way easier said than done. But I think in the grand scheme, that's exactly what we need to do. Yeah. We need to let go mm-hmm. and not, of course, not be passive about things. But yeah. there were so many moments I wish I would, I, I would look back and just say to yeah. Lexi, like, why, why worry? Uh-huh. Why did you spend all that yeah. time worrying when it worked yeah. out anyway? Yeah. Differently than what I had thought in many circumstances. But, but if I would have just let go and said, you have this, God, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up every morning. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to do my daily tasks. Yep. God's going to take care of you. Yeah. Like just doing the things that you have been given well, pursuing excellence in those, mm-hmm. your schoolwork, staying diligent in, in your classes at work. I mean, doing those things and you won't even know what happens because mm-hmm. I mean, just talking Joe Masek, I don't know why he's always coming up. He was telling me, like, I never knew. I didn't know my desires before I got married. And now I, I know my desires and they're coming true mm-hmm. in marriage. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing all of his dreams start to come true. And he's, and he's seeing his dreams happen in front of him because he's letting go. And, he, and he's not trying, you know. We, he's seeing all well, of these things And like happen. you said, I think today, to want what you have. Yeah to want what you have. Like, I don't know if you think about that. It's like, it's so simple because uh-huh. a lot of times it's like, it's so easy to look at what we don't have to uh-huh. want what we don't have, but to just actually desire what you have mm-hmm. and see the good in it. I love that. I, I don't, don't remember saying that. You did. Well, I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 52 minutes. Okay. It's a long one. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, hopefully the the guys are okay with it. Yeah. Because it's it's live now. Yeah. Well, we... um, Yeah, if you guys have any questions, make sure to comment. Um, This will not be the last time that Delexi will be on the cast. Yay. Not the last time. Um, But, yeah, if you guys... You guys can reach out to us at, at our Gmail. You can find it on the website. You can ask us questions. I mean, I think Delexi and I might do a couple more um, later on in the year. So if you guys have relationship questions, not like we know anything. <laughs> I mean, we're just two idiots when it comes to relationships. I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah. who would have a question for us? But if you do, and if you, I mean, want to know more about our story, be sure to reach out and we'd love to, we'd love to tell you more. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is Sean signing off. And Alexi. <laughs> Signing off. Well, thank you for being with us. Thunder, feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder.